1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Uh, Welcome back to The Golf Show here on 93.7 The Fan. I'm Mike D'Adorich, and um, this is an interesting little story we're going to talk about now, and I'm going to bring on... um, Patrick Rogers, um, he is the president of the St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis de Merillac. why can't I say that, Men's Golf League. Patrick, uh, welcome to the show and <laughs> tell us a little bit about the golf league and what it's
1: celebrating this year. Um sure. Thanks, Mike. Good morning. Um uh, really appreciate you uh, having us on. So uh our golf league is celebrating its its fifty fifth uh anniversary. Um League was formed back in uh nineteen sixty five, uh just a couple years after uh our parish was formed. And at that time uh the priest at the church asked our founder, a gentleman by the name of Dick Huffnagel, he said to him, you know, Dick, I think it would be a great idea if, if you could, you know, form a golf league for the church here to create uh, in a place for the, the guys in the league, or the guys in the parish to get together and, and you know, get to know each other and, and you know, have some fellowship.
0: Um,
1: Dick Huffnagel is still a member of our league today. Uh, He's just over 90. Uh, He's an active golfer and and comes out with us every Friday. And we've been at it every year since then.
0: I mean, think about that. 55 years. And and when you put the date of of its beginning in 1965, that kind of puts it all into focus. The world was a whole lot different in 1965. Have you heard uh, over the years... Um, stories about the early days?
1: Uh, We have. So, you know, the thing that I think makes this league particularly special and and probably what has really contributed to its longevity is, you know, in the early years, after the guys would finish a round, you know, they'd stop somewhere to, you know, get a burger and a, a soda or a beer or something. And after a short period of time, they decided, hey, rather than us doing this, um, why don't we all go back to the social hall, back to the church and, you know, let's have a meal there. And that has really grown and developed so that each week, uh, one of the teams that rotates, one of the teams is responsible for preparing a, a full meal for all the guys in the league. And, you know, a, a, a good number of us will go back and, um, you know, have a meal and, and sit around and commiserate over the round that we just played and so forth. And in doing that, that's really where you get a chance to sit down and, you know, talk to all the other guys in the league, a lot of whom have been in the league for decades. And as I said, our, our founder, Dick Hofnagel I can guarantee you'll find him there every Friday night and you can sit down with him and ask him about, you know, hey, what was it like back in the day and how did you guys, You know, how did it get to this point and and so forth? Um, And, you know, all kinds of great stories of of how it's evolved and and, um, things of that nature.
0: You told me that you have about 100 members, correct?
1: Yeah, we're we're probably close to 120 on our roster. Uh, Most weeks, you know, these past couple weeks we've had over 70 guys turn out each Friday. Uh, to play, um, and you know, it's 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 definitely a, it's a, a healthy number of, of guys. You uh, play at Lindenwood, um,
0: and that's become your home, right? How many
1: years have you you guys played there? Uh, for almost the entirety of the league, we've played at Lindenwood for give or take about 50 years. The first couple years. Uh, we played at uh, Frosty Valley, uh, mm-hmm. also located in, in Upper St. Clair. But after a couple of years, they moved out to Lindenwood, which, you know, really works uh, great for us and in, in the other leagues they sponsor because I'm sure you know, Mike, they have three nine-hole courses there. Right? Uh, it's a really great course. They do a great job there. It's one of my favorites in, in western Pennsylvania. And with having three nine-hole courses, they rotate the leagues through each – of those uh, courses each week. So, you know, every third week you're playing a different course and, you know, each has its own challenges. So it helps to keep it a little bit more fresh in that way. Tell the folks what you were telling me
0: about how you um, get things set up every week.
1: Sure. So um, each team captain takes a a turn – acting as our league starter, and under normal circumstances, we would just set up a table in the dining, in the grill, or in the clubhouse. And as guys come in, you'll get on this sign-up sheet, and we put together foursomes. Um, You know, you need to make sure that two guys that are on the same team aren't playing each other, obviously. And they try and build the foursomes as best they can to make it competitive for everyone, taking into account handicaps. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, under these circumstances, with everything closed, we had to adjust in terms of how we would go about, uh, you know, doing that. So we basically came up with a system in which our starter works out of his vehicle, and we told all the guys in the league, you know, who's ever the starter for this particular week, he's going to be parked in the upper right-hand corner of the parking lot um, working out of his vehicle. And if you come into the parking lot, just circle by, you know, Make sure that he acknowledges that you're there and vice versa. He'll put you on the sheet. And, you know, you can go about getting your equipment out and and what have you. And, you know, once that foursome is is put together, you know, he'll put a card on a on an empty golf cart. And, you know, one member can come and pick up that card using it themselves. Um, And, you know, that way we're able to get out there, get our foursomes put together, still maintain the responsible social distancing and you know continue to make things work and you play from three to six in the afternoon huh right yeah every friday three to six which again i think that also contributes to what has allowed the league to last this long it's it's a great time slot the best day of the week obviously because you know you're you're teeing off but you know in my case I get there around 5 o'clock, so, you know, you're teeing off a little bit after 5. You finish up around, you know, 7.45, 8 o'clock. Go back to the, the church and have a, a great meal, and it's Friday night. You don't have to worry about getting up to work the next day. And, you know, it again, really creates an environment in which it makes it very easy for the guys to, to get together afterwards and, and, you know, continue to form friendships and fellowships.
0: Is this a a league that is
1: um, uh, more older guys? I would say yeah. The majority of our guys are, are older, um, either retired or, or approaching retirement. But again, it's you know we have a, a. I'd have to look at our roster. I would say probably at least fifteen or more guys that are in their thirties. Um most of them, you know, their dad played or their uncle or, you know, something like that. So, you know, uh, you can see it getting passed down from generation. Um But, you know, we have a, a, a good solid base of uh, younger guys coming up that I'm sure we all feel real confident is going to enable this to continue to, to carry on. And, you know, those younger guys, Mike, as you know, I mean, you know, they just hit the heck out of the ball. <laughs> and they're fun guys. to watch, you know.
0: Um, they
1: are. Yep. Yeah, they can really they are. Uh, there's,
0: there's no doubt about that. Um, and I know you haven't been there for all 55 years, but in the time that you can remember, has there been a time where participation kind of dipped
1: and um it, Became in doubt whether the thing would keep going. No, not not even in the slightest. Wow. Um, you know, we've had you know a couple of years where maybe the, the number of guys that are going back for meals afterwards, you know, might have fallen off uh, slightly. But other than that, um, you know, like from the time I've joined, I've been there not quite ten years myself. Um. You know, we don't really, not too many guys leave the league unless they, you know, move down to Myrtle Beach or something. Um, And, you know, each year we typically, you know, we're getting five or six new guys uh, most years. Um, You know, another thing that, again, makes it sort of special in terms of turnover in the league, I mean, obviously being around for 55 years, we've had a lot of our members have, have passed away. And even in those cases, when that happens, you know, a lot of the guys at the league, you know, we'll get together and, and you know, we'll go and pay our respects uh, to a, a former member who's passed and, and so forth. And in a lot of cases, when that happens, uh, you know, the family, they just, they appreciate it so much because they know how much golfing meant to, you know, that member and, yeah. and, and in most cases, how much the golf league meant to them. And to have... Eight or 10 or 15 guys from the golf league show up all together to pay their respects. The very first year I joined the league, I wasn't even in it yet. It was, you know, springtime before the league had even started and my mother passed away. And I was going to be a captain, so I was going to miss the draft that year. And, you know, we were at the funeral home for my mother. And I turn around and there's like seven guys from the golf league who at that point I had barely even known them. Oh. And they were there, you know, to pay their respects. And it was just – I can't tell you how touching it was. It just really – it knocked me over.
0: Yeah, and that's what thats what makes <clears throat> the basis for a good league when you have good people. Um, yes. Patrick, thank you <clears throat> for coming on this morning. Um, I, I don't know. I've looked around, and I have not found uh, another league – that's been in existence for 55 years. Um, so congratulations on that. Sounds like a great organization and uh, wish you luck
1: going forward. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: All right. That's Patrick Rogers. He's the president of uh, the golf league at St. Louis de Marillac, uh, 55 years this year. All right, it's time for our break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little more in detail uh, about the PGA Tour and uh, what else might be in store for us as we move forward through the summer here. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fans.